El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his double-minded wife, Rosie. Double-minded. Yes, we learned in our marriage classes that we should not be double-minded. That when we make a choice, we make a choice. But uh, in my brutal, honest ways, you know who I am. I have to admit, sometimes I'm double-minded about the one. Yeah, so last week we spoke about how to choose the one. And this If week... there's even a yes. one. It, well... I think you get to choose someone, but I don't think that there is a one right. person for everybody. I right. think that that's what we came to the conclusion we'll of. Just listen to the last episode. But yes, that's the summary of there isn't like the one right. chosen by God. I truly believe that God guides us and allows us to choose the person for us. We right. all have a person, right? So uh, about eight years ago, Abel and I decided to choose each other. Right. And I don't know about you. I'm not sure. I've asked him a hundred times, but I don't know if I believe him. Because I thought that everyone, like every single one, every single person at one point in their marriage was like, oh man, I think I chose incorrectly. Right. You have asked me that. And well, I mean, I guess let's get into it. Like you've asked me that several times and I've expressed to you that I don't think I chose incorrectly because I did weigh out a lot of options. And granted, yes, I was, we got married when I was 18, 19. 19. 19. And... Although you have defects and although there's things that I dislike and there's a lot of things that we dislike about each other and there's things that annoy us and stuff like that, I still think I made the best choice because... Okay, like, dude, but when stuff mean? is really, really bad because it's been bad. I think it would be bad with anybody in a different way or it would suck more with somebody else. I, I don't know. That's, that's just actually, the way I am. That's actually true. I have to agree to that. And coming from like... It, it, I guess it just surprises me because we've discussed this before. Like, you're a pessimistic person, but in this era of your life, you're, like, very positive. So it just trips me out because I am a very optimistic person. But I have to just be honest with myself and be like, I'm double-minded. And the word says, do not be a double-minded, double-minded, double-spirited person. That means that, like, the waves bring you back and forth. That's how the Bible describes it, of, like, one day it's like, I married the greatest man in the world. And then the next day it's like, oh, my God, he's the worst human being ever. And that's how sometimes how we are. I don't know about you, but at least that's how I am. And not only in my marriage. I can't say that. I've, I'm, I'm like that in, like, my career a business, you know, we're starting our eyelash business and I'm like, oh my God, great idea. Oh no, maybe not great idea. Right. It, and you have to be a person that in faith just makes a decision that you feel is the best based on, I don't know, a guesstimation or knowledge. And then you stick with it no matter what comes. Right. So it, it just surprises me that in this end, we're the opposite, because I would imagine that I'd be like, I chose, I knew what I was choosing, I was smart, I was wise, I was 30, uh, and then you must have been 20. I don't know, whatever. We're 10 yeah. years apart, okay? You yeah. guys know, whatever. It's just every time that I say it, I'm like, oh my God. But you, you'd figure like, I was the older one, I was the more experienced, I should have 
And I, and I asked God, I genuinely asked God and he gave me a word from the Bible, a sentence in the Bible that's engraved in my heart. And yet I'm the one that's like, when we're going through bad times thinking maybe I chose incorrectly. How do you, how do you think or help me get to the point where I'm not double-minded anymore because I've decided I don't want to be anymore? I think you have to put yourself in a position where you understand that when the good comes, it's good. And it's not to expect the bad, but just understand that there's bad there. Uh, I mean, it's like, and I, obviously it's not like buying something, but it's like you you purchase a house and just because the house is ugly doesn't mean that it's going to be ugly forever. Or just because the house is beautiful doesn't mean that it doesn't have problems. Mm. And a lot of people be uh, are buying houses sight unseen just because they saw a picture as on is, MLS. dude. When you buy a house as is, that is scary, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, you saw a beautiful picture on MLS or, or whatnot. And, or you go and, by what the agent sold you. Or or just somebody told you, oh, this city is amazing and this, this and that. And, ah, 15 years ago and now it's full of a bunch of gangs or something like that. I don't know. I don't even know if they really are gangs still today. But um, it's like you have to just go into it understanding that there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad in that person. And as as bad as your bad is, Rose, it's like I feel that I'd rather have that than either have the mediocre, not loving me person that I, else I could have married or have the the other girl that never speaks about her issues but is never going to be able to teach our kids the way you teach it's our kids bad. or 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 love our kids the way you love each other or have the conversations that we have and stuff like that. So, I mean... Uh, of course, everybody thinks, what if this would have happened and this that would have happened? Or what if I didn't marry you? Well, maybe that's be? the mistake. Maybe the mistake is the what if. I, I, I think I shouldn't be thinking like that or none of us should be thinking like, well, what if I had chosen in anything in your life? Um, and maybe I'm speaking to myself. And if you hear my stomach grumbling, I'm just hungry. I don't know what's wrong with me. But um, it, I think... We should never live live off of what ifs. Um, Jesus says it in the Bible. Don't think of tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own stress. Tomorrow has its own burdens. Think of today. Right. And and if I chose you eight years ago, then um, I'm going to live today with you. And I think that's a good way of doing it. Um, you know, what if it would be better with someone else? The grass is always greener on the other side. Well, homie, because they're watering their grass or it's fake grass. It's one of the two. So either you get yourself a fake relationship and pretend in front of people all the time, or you really, really water your grass, which is you water the relationship that you're in. And, and that's what I try and do in case you guys are wondering, well, what does Rosie do when she does go into that? Because if I allow my my dark thoughts to continue, if I continue to feed those dark thoughts of like, I chose wrong, he wasn't the one, I thought, but it wasn't. But no, if I have to stop those thoughts, I have to take control and really do something, which is usually the opposite of what I'm thinking. Right. You know, I'm thinking, oh, Abel has to do something. And God will tell me, no, you have to do something. So it's usually the opposite of what my negative thoughts are saying. Rosie, give up. And God's like, try harder. Try something new. Try something different. Do something extremely different and maybe it'll work. Right. No, I completely agree with you. And quite honest with you, quite honest with, with you guys, um, half the time that you're thinking like, oh, the what if, if I should have married this person, it's usually some either ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend that is uh, not married still and or somebody uh, That's at really your job. Sad. Or That's just, never happened to me, just so you know. Okay. That must be real sad because when I do think like someone else – 
in my own crazy head, it's like an ideal person that I've never met. There, there, it's not even an ex because an ex is an ex for a reason. And you have to remember that. I have never, ever thought, what if I had married so-and-so my no, first? You, that makes sense. Yeah. I haven't because it was bad. Right, so but, don't I mean, go there. Don't go there because you left him or he left you or she left you for a reason. That is a cycle that a lot of people go through, though. But let's say it's somebody at your job or just somebody you met or somebody you know of or heard of or it's a, a longtime friend or a faraway friend or something like that. Like you look at them and you see them as ideal because one, they're probably single. They don't have kids. They, they, yeah, they have time to go work out. Yeah, they have time to go and yeah. and be ambitious. And, or have that and, really and nice do, car because they ain't do, got no other yeah, bills. Or do fun hiking and crap like that. You know why? Because he doesn't have responsibilities and doesn't have the the juggling <laughs> mindset of like, I got to make time for my kids. I have yeah. to make time for work. I have to make time to do this. I have to go home and fix this at the house and stuff like that. So... Just to be quite honest with you, like it's not fair for you to even think like that because that person probably wouldn't be able to juggle and do the exact same things after marriage, not because they don't want to, but because just there's life and there's responsibilities and stuff right. like that. I mean, that's, that's the way that I feel. And so I think what other people feel also is um, it would be better with someone else because they wouldn't have the defects that this person has. Right. So it, it, we're not even talking about an ex. We're talking about an ideal. The issue is, is that when I when I'm getting to those thoughts is what if he's not the problem? What if it's me? And so no matter who I marry, the issue would come up because maybe I bring something to the table right. that makes this issue come up. Right. Now I'm not saying anything about abuse if you if you right. marry an abusive person and he has an anger issue or he drinks and he hits you, but what if there is something in you that allowed you to choose an abusive person that was an alcoholic? Do you get me? So you have to really understand what if him and I did break up, but the next person that I choose is going to have a drug addiction right. or a TV addiction because I have an addictive personality or I come from a background where probably I had an addictive parent, a, a parent with an addiction. So I subconsciously, because I'm not healed, choose people with addictions. Yeah. Do you understand? So you have to, you have to realize, sorry, babe, to interrupt you, but... You have to realize that you may think like, oh, he's really angry. He, he has an anger issue and I'm going to marry someone that's nice and he never gets mad. I want you to know that maybe the anger issue lies within you also. So the next person that you marry, that issue is going to come up again. So it's either you or something else. Number two, the enemy brings the enemy, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call him, brings the, the same issues to every single couple. Do you understand? So I think as couples, yeah. we battle with many issues, either in a different frequency, different time or different intensity, right. but like communication issues, sex issues, Financial money issues, issues yeah. kid issues. They're going to come, but it's our personalities that bring them out. So say you, you're like, oh, I'm going to marry someone that, that doesn't have these financial issues. I'm going to marry a businessman. You think that the enemy is not going to bring a financial issue into your life? Like a financial issue can be the fact that he is so busy working mm -hmm. to make the money that he's not at home. Mm -hmm. Or it could be that he's so broke and can't find a job because he's an illegal, an illegal alien or whatever it might be. Those both things are financial. That's not money. politically correct anymore. What? Illegal alien. 
Oh, really? Okay. Immigrant? Uh, I don't know. Our uh, parents are, so it's cool. We can say it, but... <laughs> yeah, it's my bad. Undocumented. But, yeah, undocumented. It's just, we grew up with words, and that... Um, real quick, side note. Like, I hate that we grew up with words that now it's like, you can't say that. I'm like, we were 8, 9, 10, and that's what they used to call us, yeah. illegal alien, burrito, like, beaner, but now we can't say it. But yeah, like, So anyway, don't I you get, get mad at my I man. I get bothered that I'm at LAX eating a really good sandwich, and I can't be like, damn, this thing is the bomb, you know? Like, everybody gets all sensitive. <laughs> So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, everyone runs like no, no. anyway so uh and so i mean yeah financial issues it's the finances are causing the issue and so that that can be a situation that can happen but back to your statement it, you started off this line with a very key line that i like to really focus on in that yeah maybe the next person won't have these defects that's the key thing is that they won't have those defects, but they're going to have different defects. Mm-hmm. And it's about figuring out and understanding. And granted, everything that we're talking about here is about stuff that is tolerable, stuff that you can choose to, to love through or not. It's so like if, character flaws, not abuse. If the man is is religiously loving the Dodgers and thinks that every year is going to be this year, you know, and you can love him through that, that's tolerable. But if the man is beating you, if the man has some sort of other addiction, you can leave that. But that goes back to Rosie and what it is that maybe you have trauma, maybe you have something in your past that's making you keep choosing these type of men. Mm-hmm. Same reason why some women, which is uh, something that we went through, she is having trouble accepting me as being the next person in her life because I was too nice. I didn't beat her or I didn't treat her bad or something like that. Granted, I ended up still making mistakes because I was trying really hard. And, and then I, I have my anger issues. And, and so I definitely have anger issues, but I just, I wasn't like other men cheating on her or, or being uh, demeaning to her. But what way. I'm saying is, is that I came from so much drama right. that would have subconsciously mm-hmm. I, I brought drama I agree. and you were real chill. So I I'm agree. thinking, oh, you see, he's the same. And I had to sit down and think maybe he's not the same. Maybe I brought that out of him because I brought it into the relationship. Right. So say, you know, like Pretty Gable much every said, Medea movie. Yeah, right. Every Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> I love Tyler Perry. I don't like Medea. Yeah, every I'm Tyler glad Perry. she died. <laughs> Bye. Um, but maybe every, like every like Abel said everyone has defects so maybe the next person you choose or that person that you're idealizing in your brain will have a different defect but you will have the same ones right. and if you don't heal and if you don't change your same anger issue your jealousy issue your drama issue is going to come in in the next relationship so if the thing is here that greener grass is either fake or they've fed, or or that person has really fed into it and watered it. You need to do that with your relationship now, and that begins by saying, "I chose with knowledge." Did you choose with knowledge? I'm sure you did. You knew what he was, even if you ignored the red flags. You saw them. People told you. I know you have friends, and so even though you chose to ignore it or push it away, you saw them, and it is not too late to fix them it is not too late you could have been married 10 years and you're thinking we got kids now what am i gonna do am i gonna leave him and you're thinking of leaving him rather than really really working on yourself and on him yeah and if there are issues in your relationship that you can't deal with and that has been brought to light it's okay to talk about them and it's okay because some of these issues or some of these defects or some of these things that are bad some of of them really are bad we are supposed to sharpen each other we are supposed to be here we're the probably the most honest people that we can ever have in our lives with each other you know people at work won't say anything about this this or that they don't like about you or you can get rid of the people that tell you the truth because that's sometimes what people do you some people like 
sugar coders or yes people and you can have them around and people that tell you the truth you kind of can push them away except for this one so if this one your partner has been telling you the truth don't push them away you know you have to understand and be mature enough to take the sharpen of that iron it hurts yeah Yeah. it, it sucks because this is the person whose opinion matters the most and you want him to see you as only great and superwoman and amazing but he tells you the truth about yourself and you have to be mature enough to take it and right. say, I can fix myself. And then when you tell your spouse that truth about themselves, you have to understand that, yeah, they're going to say they're going to change it, but it's not a change that they're going to go through. It's going to be an evolution. When you change a car part in a car, as soon as they're done with it, it's done. It just it was changed out. It took an hour. It's quick. But sometimes people especially have these, these, these things that they've been living with their entire life of uh, 20, 30 years that they're going to have to evolve out of. For instance, me speaking and, and letting out my feelings and my emotions. I went through 20 years of not speaking, 25 years of not speaking. And it wasn't until 25 where I'm like, damn, I just, all right, time to speak up. Yeah, I'm wrong. It shouldn't be this way. And then I really started working on it. And I'm still evolving into becoming a better speaker of showing my emotions and my feelings. But it, 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 it's, it, I know it was hard on you. To, to go through me not being able to speak my feelings or me not wanting to talk or not ha- wanting to speak about hard issues. But I had to evolve, especially when it comes to big things. Now, small things like chewing with your mouth open or something like that. Yeah, that can be changed quickly. But we're talking about big things that can really affect your relationship as far as, I, I don't like not communicating, um, um, not, not having an emotional, not having emotions. Like there's men that have zero emotion towards their wife, zero affection, zero emotions of crying, of sadness, of happiness and stuff like that. And that can affect your spouse as well. Stuff like that. You can evolve into that, but it's hard for you to just put in your mind that, oh, they're going to change like this because they said they were going to change or because I bought them this book or because Mm. I lo regañé suficiente and stuff like that. So I like the word that you're using, change, because sometimes when we think we've chosen incorrectly, we want to change. And after this break, we're going to talk about what or who we change. Baby, your body has been looking fine. Thank you, baby. I'm on it and I'm not waiting for the new year and neither should you. Start on a better body now with OpenFit. Sculpt your body in the convenience of your own home. No eyes on you. No longer worry about others watching you work out or feel the pressures of your peers at the gym. OpenFit is perfect for all fitness levels. I love that it goes with us everywhere because we are on tour. And if you're on vacation and you're worried that your hotel won't have a gym, you can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and even Roku. OpenFit has changed the way that I work out. And by texting the code POWER to 303030, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit. When you text POWER to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts, all the nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text POWER to 303030. Standard data and messages may apply. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. All right, what do we do? Well, sometimes when we think we've chosen wrong, the first step we step, the first thing we step to is, I'm going to change, I'm going to change this person. Right. And we've already discussed on the first part of the show, you should not change the person. I know you're going to think like, I chose wrong. Uh, 
God chose for me wrong. You're going to say my mama chose for me wrong. You're going to start blaming everyone and everything. And you're going to want to change your partner. Please understand that that's the incorrect way to go because you're going to change person and be in the same situation. Yeah. Um, you're going to want to change something in your life. You know, maybe you're going to say we should move. We should leave our family. Right. You should change your job. You're going to want to try to change the circumstances. Maybe that can help. Say if there's something going on at the job that's really hurting the relationship, you know, but usually even if you do change the environment, um, sometimes if you're the same, then it doesn't, it's just going to be the same problem elsewhere. So whether you change churches or mentors or, um, jobs, if you are the same, then that's going to continue to be the issue. So there should be change. And you're going to say, okay, I'm going to keep this guy, but I'm going to change him. Right. And that's the most frustrating and unfair and unloving thing you can do someone. And I say that from experience because I've tried to do that with Abel. I'm not saying that from a person that knows it all. I'm saying that I've lived it and that I've hurt him and then I've only frustrated myself. Right. So if you're going to change something, it's not going to be the person, whether to a different person or try and transform him into something that you want because you married him how he was. You got to as is. And when you have an as-is house, you can think or envision of how it can be better. And that's always good. But you can't make him change into what you want. He's going to feel so unloved. He's going to feel so unaccepted. He's going to feel so yeah. unappreciated. And he's going to feel like you, he's going to feel that. Because you'll probably never tell him I chose wrong. But with your constant nagging and your constant trying to change him, he's going to feel so unloved. That he's going to know like she wishes she had someone else. Yeah. And that's going to hurt him. So who you should change is yourself. That's all that you can do. Is you change yourself. He shouldn't force you to want to change. No one should want to force you to change. And, and the word better is transformed. Because sometimes when we use the word change, we feel like I'm not good enough. I was never good enough. There's something internally wrong with me and I don't think that's the right word I think it's transform because I can keep my same strong character that helps me against the spiritual word that helps me preach that helps me protect my kids I can keep that strong character that has helped me in business that that strong character that I need yeah in the world but transform it to always work for good that, that, that strong character that can sometimes make me a B, I don't have to use that. I can transform it to be strong will, to be yeah. strength, to be, to be character, to be firmness, but not use it against my husband. Right. So I don't have to change. I definitely don't have to change my mate. I, always, I don't always have to change my environment. Only when God says, I don't have to change him. I can just transform myself Definitely. and therefore make the marriage better. Even if it's just this half, because if this half is better, then it's better Then it's better than it was three days ago. If I just transform myself and maybe just maybe like the word says that, a, that a spouse can be transformed by the person's actions. So wow. if I start to be transformed and he just starts to see it, then maybe my transformation will leak on to your end. Definitely. I think that there are very few people in this world that are not that are blind enough to see a person trying, a person giving their best, and for them to not 
do that in return mm. you know when you see a person really trying it makes you want to try harder for them it makes you not want to ha not want them to feel that they're being taken for granted and and that's what that's what we can do that's what we do for each other mm. it, it really is hard to be on the receiving end of a person that just keeps being told that they're doing this bad or doing that bad and it, it makes them feel that you know what i i'm not loved she doesn't want me she's stuck with me she probably doesn't say she doesn't want to be with me. She doesn't want a divorce, but she's just stuck. And she wishes she wishes she wasn't with me. And she wishes that everything about me was not me, you know? And you probably feel felt that in at some point in yeah. your relationship where you're going through that right now, that your spouse is telling you or making you feel that everything about you they hate, they despise, they don't like. But we can change that with our actions, with our words. Because to be quite honest with you, there's going to be stuff that aren't isn't great about you. There's stuff that isn't great about me, and I know it. But at the same time, there also is stuff that is that is great mm -hmm. about us. Yeah. And we can focus on that rather than just focusing on everything that's bad, or at least praise that just as hard. That was one of the things that Rosie would bring up is that I wouldn't praise her enough, but I would rain hell on her when something went wrong or when I was mad at her. And so it's like, then the then the good things that I liked about her, I didn't make her feel that I liked them. But for sure, I made her feel the stuff that I hated about her, I didn't like about her. I made her really understand that, you know, to a full extent. So if you are in that mindset of, I think I chose incorrectly. I think I chose my husband. I should have chosen someone else. I get you. I've been there. And I battle with that sometimes. I've come to know that... I cannot change. I should not change my husband. I should not change my environment or church or mentors. I should not want to change him as a person. I can only transform myself. And if I transform myself, then it will transform my marriage with actions. But I have to work on me. You have not been given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love and self-control. And that is what you can use if you want to really transform your marriage so i get you but you got to get out of your head you got to stop thinking those thoughts take control of your thoughts and stop being double-minded it's really hurting your marriage it's really hurting your life you made a choice you made a good one every marriage was gonna have its problems every person was gonna have its defects and girl you still got yours too so how about if we you and i just start working on transforming ourselves Definitely. and watch everything else transform with it i tell you this with the most love that i can from an understanding place because i live it and i don't want you to live it either and that's the power of us thank you guys for being with us today we'll see you guys next week Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. 
lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.